Hi, I'm Kieran, and the algorithms are coming! And I'm Jacob, the newest Terminator. And this is... Pop Goes Capitalism! I missed that. I missed that earlier this month when we did uh, our chit chat episode. Yeah. That yeah. slaps still. That slaps. Yeah, I was bopping. I had my hands up in the air. like It's the rave version. Yeah. Rather than the news version. I wonder how many versions, like... How many versions are we going to end up with yeah. in like a year's time? <laughs> yeah. The music room needs to be fucking lo-fi oh i love that don't get me started jacob i can't do another one i'm trying to work on my own music you're gonna have me distracted the whole time that's such a great idea god save the lo-fi god save the lo-fi so uh so uh, this is our new structure welcome to day 15 of september uh, if you're listening on the day, I, I, I'm doing the whole day 15 thing for reference because of the SpongeBob meme. You know, Mr. Krabs uh, ringing the bell going, day 15. Uh, when okay. Twitter used to exist and I was on it, I used to follow an account called day 15. And every 15th of the month, they would oh. just post that clip every month without fail. Uh, I made it a whole thing on my radio show when I used to do early breakfast on Gadio. <laughs> it, it has connection to me. And so that's why I've been calling this day 15 because middle of the month, that's when this is coming out. It's less of you are listening to this on 15th of September. It's more, that's when you're going to expect to get the deep dive now is the middle of the month on day 15. Pop goes capitalism. Here we are. Yeah. Kieran, what are we deep diving about today? Well, we are going to be deep diving into AI and music. Ooh, Ooh, okay. Get excited, everyone. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So before we start, we should briefly cover what AI actually is. (laughs) So Jacob, how would you try to define artificial intelligence? It is intelligence that's artificial. I mean, to be honest, that's kind of really like, know how else to define it. Oh I mean, my God. I mean, it's not really a definition, but I mean, when you think about it, that's kind of like it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Clues in the name. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's non biological intelligence. Okay, so I have a definition here that okay, should thank God work. For that. Should work. No, I was just gonna base all everything I have to say upon what you said in that one moment. <laughs> I'm just oh, going to let and you I completely... No, 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 no. I'm just joking. Okay, so artificial intelligence is both a scientific discipline and a collection of technologies aimed at creating intelligent computer systems that are smart in a way that's similar to people. So artificial intelligence uses algorithms, which are step-by-step instructions for problem solving, together with yep. big data, which is basically just massive data sets, to train computers to find patterns in big data from which it can learn and consequently make decisions. And this allows computers to perform tasks that would normally require human intelligence, such as recognising speech, recognising images, making predictions, or, drumroll please, making art. 
like a lot of that went over my head, but it really <laughs> sounded like psychiatrists describing autistic people. <laughs> oh my god. They can recognise speech. <laughs> it's like really offensive, oh oh like God. 1930s Nazi psychiatrist uh, doing oh like shit. the Asperger's test. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> they can see. Oh no. <laughs> no, that's British. They can see. I can't do German. So basically it's like algorithms, which... Big data sets that make things Algorith- like Yeah, possible. algorithms plus big data effectively equals these complex... Something AI similar systems. to thought, but not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So artificial intelligence in the arts in general as a conversation yeah. kind of blew up last year, I would I would argue, mm, like properly yeah. blew up with the rise of AI models being made available to the general public. So first came images with the launch of Dream Studio AI in August 2022. People laughed at fake images of Donald Trump's arrest uh, people were stunned by beautiful AI synthesized images and people found themselves shaken by like quite disturbing depictions of what certain AI models believed humans looked like. <laughs> oh, the hands, the hands. Oh yeah. The- I hate them so much. <laughs> so more AI driven tools quickly became available and prolific. So Jacob, did you ever play around with Dream Studio AI? It's the one where it like you put in a word prompt and then it'll give you like four attempts. Is that the one that was maybe called Dali Mini or is that a different one? That'll be a different one. I played around with Dali Mini. Serves my point that there are a lot now. There are so many. I played around with Dali Mini, which Uh was the one that gave you like nine squares of images. Oh, yeah, that one. You put in like three wheeled tractors and things like weirder things. Like, yeah. I I can't even give you an example of what. (laughs) Donald Trump doing Sharpay's Fabulous from High School Music. I don't know. Something (laughs) like that. Oh, God. Like, just silly things. Yeah. Yeah, well. I did play around briefly after like five five attempts. I probably got bored of it. But yeah. yeah. Well. I did play with Dream Studio AI back in August last year. In fact, mm-hmm. just a year and six days ago, apparently. Um, oh, and I wow. thought it would be fun to show you some of what it spat out to me. Oh my God, is this the cover art of the episode? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God, oh my, I know, I know exactly what it has to be. Oh no. Oh my God. Okay, right. So I would like you to open uh, our supplemental materials document and scroll down to see the first image. Oh, she's got some holes. (laughs) What's it meant to be? So so, uh, I'll read out the prompts I put in. So this one was infinite mirrors suspended in space ethereal and then on the end of all of them i won't repeat it i put hyper realistic unreal engine so that it had a kind of like rendered look yeah that but i is, won't repeat that yeah. again yeah okay that's, that's uh, cool i like that <laughs> do you want to scroll down to the second one see i really like this one <gasps> That's gorgeous. This is this is diffused explosion of colour in galaxy. Oh, that is beautiful. I didn't think before we started actually recording this that this is kind of like an insight into my mind. <laughs> it is a it's, bit, actually. It says more about me than the AI. At least you didn't type in, like, uh, man-on-man, oh, hardcore pornography, very realistic 
<laughs> a man with beard and t- seven tattoos or something really specific. Sorry, <laughs> my dream man. <laughs> <laughs> so now you can scroll down to the next one, and this is where things get like more exciting. I think. Oh my! What? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so, so this Who's one this is this little dude. <laughs> So this one is really weird. Um, this, it is? This, this one I find funny. It's metal alien with a fingertip touching the sun. It's not touching the sun. Now, what you'll notice is they've given it like seven fucking fingers or something. It's and none of them are touching the sun. Several outgrown fingers and one yeah. pointing at a sun. Yeah. Oh, that's but creepy. I, yeah. Oh, that's really creepy. So now <laughs> I don't we're getting... like that. <laughs> so now we're getting on to... Uh, third last one, so you can scroll I'm to the scared. next one. Oh my I, god, I what's this that? This ah! one is is alien stripper in the club. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> what I love this one. to their bodies? They are absolutely serving though, aren't they? I love them. I can't I tell them. where one ends and the other begins. Maybe it is just because I only said alien stripper. It's just one. So maybe it is just one. <laughs> but that's so, that's so, oh, I don't know if I like that. Oh, God. So now. Look at the one leg. <laughs> Wait, no, that one's one leg as well. The two legs combine into oh, one. God. Oh, it's my so God. It's so bizarre. One heel leg. That makes it easier to dance on the pole. Does it? I don't know. I've never pole danced, but you know, maybe because you just like latch onto it. No, you would have to go on the pole from the top. It's really hard they to pole dance without legs. <laughs> <laughs> one leg at least. <laughs> one leg with um, a high heel on that's made of jelly. I guess it's cheaper if you only have one leg. And then like you only need to buy <sighs> one shoe. This is getting like oh, Oh, I don't... Okay. Are you ready for the second last one? I'm really scared This now. one, This one's weird, but it, it's Is it as cool. disturbing? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Okay, as long as it's not gooey. <laughs> what do you think of this one? <gasps> what the fuck is happening? This is Alien Making a Cup of Tea. And where does the arm come from? I literally don't know. I'm just going to detach my arm and then use the force <laughs> to float it over here. If you zoom in on his face, I don't know why I'm calling it a him. Um, it, uh, the alien looks very angry, though. Like, it looks yeah, like I, making I, the tea is not going well. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not inviting him round at all. Okay, so would you like to scroll down to the last image? Now I'm gonna oh my let God! I'm gonna let you guess what I've put in for this one. <laughs> A thousand mummified raccoons? No. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, because it just looks like a thousand mummified cocoons. So my immature side couldn't resist putting in some naughty prompts into this. What? No. This is this is a pile of penises. <laughs> No! <laughs> they, they don't look... even look like penises, though. No, no, they, look, they, they don't. just look—they look like raccoons that have been mummified. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Why is it sandy? Why is there a temple? <laughs> Why? The temple the temple of the penis. <laughs> the temple of the just dumped here penises. So so those are some AI generated images I made. What did you think of them in general? Um I mean they're good. I guess yeah. they're good. Yeah. I think they're, they're cool. They don't necessarily do what I want them to do. But they're yeah, cool they, anyway. they, the prompts aren't always. I mean, the closest I think you probably got is the stripping aliens, but uh, yeah, that was great. Well, actually, no, the more abstract Gaga ones video. were pretty accurate to what you wanted, I guess, because they were quite yeah. simple things. Like an explosion of colorful clouds is quite yeah. an easy thing. I feel like I couldn't do it, but I imagine like one Photoshop tutorial on like youtube and i could probably make an effect and then filter in some colors and make something a little similar so it's not the like hardest thing in the world whereas like generating like a humanoid strip (laughs) is a bit more difficult like you you need a few a few (laughs) tutorials to do that (laughs) yeah and the 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 temple of the peni is is also like (laughs) peni oh god so good is that the one we're putting as our, as our <laughs> oh yeah 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 i forgot i forgot to point that out yeah people won't know what it is based no. on that i don't think and then no, like, when obviously... they get the description they're gonna be like what it's jacob in the edit uh breaking news you may have realized by now that our episode art does not look like a temple of dicks that's because at the end of the episode Kieran started using our podcast as a prompt to generate potential episode covers, and this is the fallout from that. Are we changing our... (laughs) That's so cool, isn't it? It's very... (laughs) I love the one with the fucking skull and headphones. I love the... I (laughs) I love the one where I put in Pop Goes Capitalism, and it misspell and it's spelled capitalism capped lazm <laughs> <laughs> that has oh, to be it be the, that has that's to be, be it, it. Yeah, so no no e the e is morphed into the o in ghost <laughs> oh, i think sadly i'm sorry pile of penises but you've been one up you've been oh, one up oh my god that's so funny oh my god i love it oh my now, as an interesting A-side, yes. I showed you my first draft cover for my new project, which I'm not really talking about, but there's something coming oh, shush, Ooh, ah, uh, earlier this month. Um, yes, I've seen it. Yes. Um, so I thought I would try to use Dream Studio AI to make something to make... similar with my oh. prompting so you can scroll down now to the last page of our supplemental materials and see what it came up with <laughs> oh there are actually two pages two pages of eight <laughs> attempts <laughs> now <laughs> that last one's incredible <laughs> it's giving anime <laughs> So obviously, uh, I can't tell. I can't say really what the prompt was that so I. So not knew. to spoil the like. So in order to not spoil the album, we can't talk about. Yeah, basically, wait, we can't we, talk about wait, it. We can't to not spoil the project that you're working yeah. on. We can't even describe the images that we're seeing. Really. Yeah, but what would you rate the AI's attempt at doing 
my project cover out of 10. I thought you could say that and give it a... Can I... I'm going to say this and ask you if it's okay to leave in. Okay. Are we allowed to say that this is, like... Was this meant to look like you or just look like a person? Uh, So, oh yeah, we can leave this in. So, uh, I just said uh, young man. Okay. And describe, like... Did you describe the hair length? I... It's probably a bad way of putting it. I said normal hair length. (laughs) That could mean Um, anything. (laughs) I thought it would do, like, standard hair length, but it is very... What it's a lot ha- longer. Oh my god, what is happening with the third one on the first page's hand? Oh, oh. Oh my it, god. It looks like he's trying to eat a hot dog it's Dislocated really his thumb. Oh god. He's yeah, got thumb. six fingers. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Oh, it's really my... creeping me out, that is. It's weird to me that they always use the same person as well. Well, they yeah. <laughs> They've, they've found a stock image, probably, and morphed it several times. Yeah. Just a, just a question on this. Like, okay. what was the purpose? Were you trying to make it so that you had a, a sort of template to give to the actual artist to sort of say, this is kind of what we're going for? Or were you going with, like... I was just intrigued. You were just intrigued, so you weren't. Yeah. You, you weren't really going to use it as like this. Is, oh no! That that was my oh. sort of. That's my sort of thinking about AI. Is like maybe there's a use in it being like, here's sort of what we're looking for. Let's make it better. Yeah. I mean, I I was interested. Like, I would have been open to using it as a reference for yeah. the photographer. Um. But none of that was good enough to use as a reference for the <laughs> photographer. Like, eh. <laughs> It was. It was <laughs> not with that right, hand. No, and I mean, you've seen the real cover, so you've seen that I it have. really didn't get it. Like, didn't quite get it. No, it didn't get it. No, no. So it got some of the colours, I guess, because I put them in. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, also, I think there's a lot of. Uh, well, I mean, we'll come on to this in more detail, but there's. I think there's quite an art to the prompt writing. Oh, there is absolutely Yeah, but anyway, shall we discuss AI in music? I think we should. Well, I think that we should. Na- that is the name of the the deep dive. So I guess we should. Otherwise, people would be disappointed. Yeah, we're a music <laughs> slash anti-capitalist podcast, so we need yes. to talk about the music. Yeah. So beyond images, artificial intelligence really caught my attention when consumer level AI tools for music started gaining traction earlier this year. So some wild tools had already started to appear as early as 2020. Um, have you heard of Google's tone transfer thing? No. I, so, I, actually, let, let's lay the cards on the table here. I didn't realise like people could just have like these, like, I didn't realise AI music apps were just a thing that you you can use. <laughs> I thought it was just the image ones. Oh, so, so Google's tone transfer, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, thingy AI uh, AI thingy that's what you'd call it AI well done Kieran huh. <laughs> Google's tone transfer basically makes one instrument for example one's voice sound like a different instrument for example one's a saxophone <laughs> one's voice I love oh using my god 
Oh my god, I have an example of this. Oh. When when you told me the topic, I I I I've been getting served a few on TikTok and I found one uh-huh. where they replaced the the lyrics of a very famous song with a train. Oh god. train horn sound um <laughs> horrific but i'm guessing that might have been made with that perhaps yeah that sounds but, like, like what you're describing yeah maybe but like it's completely crazy isn't it that you can just like the ai can just like switch it up and like make my voice a saxophone it's crazy yeah um and i only discovered uh when researching for this podcast episode but there's now actually a proper plugin that you can use like for your digital audio workstation programs like oh fl studio pro tools and i am fucking excited to get it oh i'm i'm so excited yeah interesting because i can't afford like real instrument players so oh so like it's another way of like I, I always thought that was a thing you could just do on those softwares. Like, you just put, like, guitar and then play it on, like, a piano. You see, you can do, but it, it sometimes it's less expressive. So okay. especially for, like, a m- monophonic instrument, like, there are a lot of, like, weird quirks normally. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if you sing and then just... And then you can convert that into another instrument. Then you can put those quirks in your vocal performance, and they'll be translated to the other instrument. That's such an in. That's fascinating. That so is I'm, so yeah. music producery of you. I love it. <laughs> so I'm really excited to play around with it, but uh, not going to get to do so for around a month because of where I'm at with my undisclosed project. <laughs> ah yes. Um, yeah. Um, and more recently. Google announced another music tool called Music LM. Now this shit's crazy. You can write a word prompt and the AI tool will simply generate an instrumental music piece for you based on the word prompt. Oh, fuck. So it's just like all of the viral image ones, but we're actually doing fully fledged instrumentals now. How fucking wild. Is that my my teenage radio self that wanted like the most unique sounding music beds <laughs> to talk over would have absolutely been all over this shit. Yeah, I signed up to the waitlist to try it out and I got accepted, but I've been so busy that I haven't tried it out yet. Oh. <laughs> Which is a shame. Um we'll have to yeah, but back. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to do a, an addendum. Is that what you call it? On a an on addendum. a future episode. Um, footnote yeah but this year like music and ai really started to enter the public sphere with and i'm sure everyone listening and you probably know what's about to come and if you don't you'll be like oh yeah of course when i say it with numerous voice changer ai tools that can make vocals from one singer sound like vocals from another singer do you want an example? Because I may have an example. <laughs> oh, do you have an example? Okay, yeah. <laughs> this, the, I have been being served this particular person covering many songs on TikTok and they have <laughs> sent me every time. Oh God, okay. Then I'm never gonna dance again. 
guilty they have got it over it but the way says it to pretend I know you're not fool Careless Whisper King Julian edition I love it so much <laughs> doesn't oh. sound quite human but I like no, it yeah <laughs> yeah um so I myself played around with uberduck AI in May this year. Uberduck AI. Yeah, which is one where you can input your voice and select from a range of singers. So, so they basically not, it's not Uber for ducks. <laughs> it's such a weird name for the AI. I really don't get it. Um, so they basically trained the AI with a data set of different pitches and vowel sounds and consonants from a particular singer. And then <laughs> in my AI... case, King Julian. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> and then like the AI matches it up and like analyzes your recording of you and like goes, oh, okay, so that's that pitch and that vowel. And then it like matches up the other mm. singer with yours. Um, sadly, in preparation for this episode, I wanted to get like a couple different examples of this, um, but they removed all of the user uploaded voices that replicated oh. popular celebrities. Um, you know, with the whole like copyright concern, blah, 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 whatever. So yeah. I couldn't make any more, but I do have one song to play you of mine, uh, a minute or so of it, where I tried to make my voice into that of a different artist. So Jacob, would you like to play an unfortunately short one round game of Guess the Singer? Okay, yeah, I'm 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 game for this. Cool. Have you got it ready to play? I do, and I haven't been able to listen to it, so it might yeah. be stupidly loud. Um, oh, oh, we're oh, gonna yeah, have okay. to figure out. So all I need to do is guess who the singer is meant to be, even though yes. it's you. Yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> Well done, you got it. No. This is one of yours, isn't it? Your song. Yeah. What song is it? Forever. That's it. Forever Gaga version. <laughs> yeah. How cool is that? That's that's fucking wild. It doesn't quite sound like her, but no. it's close enough. Yeah, they say that when you use these AIs, like, if you want to get the most out of them, you have to really imitate. Oh, okay. So you have to, like, really give your all into performing like that singer, and then it'll work perfectly. And obviously, I am no Lady Gaga, so, you know. It was close, though. A little bit more tuning and stuff. Obviously, George Michael just sounds identical to King Julian. (laughs) And I'm never gonna dance again! Obviously. (laughs) Um... You should hear the end of that clip. It's really, it's really alien and distorted. It's horrible. Um, but but yeah. So there's my song, sung by Lady Gaga. Sung by like I was Lady so Gaga. Yeah. Um, and to let you know, the other two I wanted to do, but sadly couldn't. 
I wanted to do my song When You're Tired by Ariana Grande because I thought <laughs> that's like a slow ballady thing. And then <laughs> I really wanted to do Unspeakable Things by Shakira. Because <gasps> I thought, that was, like, don't you think that would be such a slay? <laughs> oh my God, I love that song so fucking much. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like a Shakira version. Like I can a really... Who yeah. would do Rico's bits? Wait, is Rico is that the one Rico's? No, Rico's in toys. Toys, toys, toys yeah. is the one Rico's in. Oh well, for toys, Mariah Carey to doing toys. It would have to be J Lo and Pitbull. <laughs> I would love that. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> Give me AI's what I want. Change the world. Give you what you want. I got a big, big toy, wide and long. Dolly. <laughs> Dolly. <laughs> Mr. World Ride, 365. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. So, so now we've covered some of the background of AI and music and AI and art. Naturally, what I've brief well, I wrote briefly, but it wasn't so brief. What I've, like, gone through raises some questions. Yeah. So, before we get in into any specifics of mine, Jacob, what's your general opinion on these AI tools that I've discussed so far? My general opinion is that, like, people are very scared of AI, and I've never mm. quite seen it, because so far I've always been able to sort of tell that it's AI. It's not, like, yeah. it's not real, if that makes sense. It's not yeah. concerned me in that department so much. Uh, I can uh-huh. see why people might be concerned, but it's never sort of. I, I've I've always felt like you can't you can't get rid of books because they're just the best way of doing it. The same way you can't get rid of humans doing creative things. Okay, that's an interesting opinion to start off with. I think that's cool. Okay, so so I know that this is somewhat an oversimplification or overstatement of today's AI tools abilities, but the things I've listed so far are basically what I would call, like, sloppily call human replacement AI. Do you get what I mean? Like, sloppily and quickly, I would call it that. It's trying to do things that humans do. So I can hum a melody and turn it into a saxophone. Goodbye, saxophonist. I can sing a song and turn it into Shakira. A go- yep. Goodbye, Shakira. Or at least goodbye, Shakira's <laughs> income, you know. And then theoretically, if current limitations on certain products were removed, because right now, like for Google's Music LM thing with the word prompt I mentioned earlier, um, you're not allowed to reference artists. <laughs> if you reference an artist in your word prompt, it'll say no. <laughs> just um, need to find an obscure artist. <clears throat> God, I should put myself in. No, but I... Ha! 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 I'm the one fucking person on this planet who's protected from word prompts making music that sounds like mine. And why? Because sevenths is a chord type. (laughs) If you put in sevenths, you'll get jazz chords. You won't get me, even if I become popular. Oh my God. Finally, choosing that annoying, I love my stage name, I do, but choosing that annoying name that like half of people can't fucking say because of the oomphs, it finally came in handy. 
I feel I validated. <laughs> I really struggled with your name on the radio. I, I feel validated and vindicated and like the fight was worth fighting. Yes. Okay, wait, right, where were we? Yeah, so if these current limitations on certain products were removed, I could just write a word prompt for an instrumental piece of music in anyone's style. And goodbye music producer. Or in other words, goodbye me, you know? Mm. Like, so I think that, yeah, your opinion earlier on is really like relevant and interesting and it's cool that you brought that up now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, are you concerned that AI tools will eventually be capable of replacing humans like they're not there now i i completely agree with you that it's like you can hear the ai pretty much all of the time but like they're not getting worse (laughs) so do you think they'll come a point it's hard to say i think it could very well get to a point because it's mimicking isn't it it's it's something that like computers and algorithms can get pretty good at yeah and so yes it's definitely a concern i'm just not sure if it's like i guess i'm not concerned about it i'm not concerned it's gonna wipe out creativity Uh as a thing what i'm more concerned about is capitalism using it Instead of because uh-huh. money maximizing profits, race to like, the bottom. I could see as like as like a small creator, I can see like the AI saxophone thing being such a like valuable thing to yeah. like your productions and like you don't know like a saxophonist or whatever they're called, and so and you want to do saxo beat cover, or yeah. I don't know, and so. Yeah, I can totally see that being, like, a tool that you can use to, like, help you. The way that you use, like, a computer to help you sort of thing. That is Um, so weird that you said that. You'll know why at the end. That's so so wild to me, yeah. I agree with you. Whereas you've got, like, big companies with endless resources that'll be like, oh, we can do that now on a computer with the AI, so we're not going to hire this person for two days to do some saxophone and then they lose an income and because capitalism that means they then have to like work in a really low paid amazon warehouse for jeff bezos because he wants to go to space again in his dick-shaped rocket like i hate capitalism so much because ai could be so good and so exciting and so cool and here we are just being like but it's gonna make people lose out on work which is always bad because (laughs) under the current system everyone relies on work to exist which shouldn't be the fucking case but here we are yeah yeah and we're not moving away from if we were moving away from that i'd be like i'm not so concerned because you can get like universal basic income and do saxophone in your spare time sort of thing but you can't that's not possible yeah yeah that's that's where i am i guess yeah yeah, so I'll reserve my opinion till the end, my, like my okay. full opinion. But for this okay. first half, I'll say that I might be naive, but I don't think that AI tools will replace human beings when it comes to art. I think that human beings will always have a place. Yes. That place might change, but 
but yeah, I, I, I want say no more, Kieran. Just move on to the next paragraph. <laughs> okay, so I'm staying silent. <laughs> so I think that people have a lot of opinions about so-called AI-generated art. And in my opinion, often people will default to certain arguments, probably because of like an underlying fear that AI will ultimately replace human beings in areas mm. such as music and art. Kind of like what you were referencing before, that like some people are like scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like some people say that AI art can only reproduce and combine existing art, which means it'll always be inherently unoriginal. But others argue that it can combine things in a unique way that does make it original. Some people would counter that by saying that AI-generated art lacks the human spark. But proponents of AI would argue that AI tools have their own unique sparks, given that it thinks or generates art so differently to how humans do it. I would argue that the human prompt is the spark. Oh, that's fascinating. Uh-huh. That's where the spark comes from. Like, uh-huh. nobody's going to go out of their way to get the voice actor for King Julian to sing Careless Whisper, but now we can just do it with a prompt. <laughs> it's given me endless hours of absolute hysterical <laughs> laughter on TikTok. <sighs> There's a spark there, and a human yeah. thought to do it. So now I'd like to briefly discuss a ruling by the US Copyright Office regarding art and AI, which I think puts the question of uniqueness and authorship to the fore. Okay. Um, It's funny, with with your responses, you're like seamlessly transitioning us to like whatever bit comes next. Like you've really, it's like you've got like some premonition ability today or something. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Basically, I've come out of like a few really bad mental health days, so I'm feeling Uh... fucking great today, (laughs) which I love for me. (laughs) So... So they've ruled, the US Copyright Office, that copyright claims require human authorship. Mm-hmm. And consequently, so-called AI-created music cannot get copyright protection. <laughs> so cool. So I personally find this strange on a number of counts because humans are involved at literally every step of the process. So firstly, mm. AI is trained on big data. In other words, no music is solely generated by AI because it's been trained on a lot of data generated by humans. So should those humans who made the art that was then used in the data set get the copyright? Secondly, AI didn't come out of nowhere, which raises the question of whether the people that created the AI that then created the art should own the copyright. Thirdly, Mm. as you referenced earlier... The AI I've played around with, at least, does not solely generate art. It requires a prompt, for example, like a human melody or a, you know, a little paragraph or something. You know, some type of human input. In this case, maybe the person who gave the AI its, like, initial spark. Maybe they should own the copyright. So, what do you think? Um... Who do you believe owns AI-generated art? Should anyone own it? And I know that we've discussed ownership in the past. So, like, I basically mean, like, should it some should AI art somehow be, like, less ownable than <sighs> human art because it's AI that made it? Or... What do you think? 
Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I guess as we've touched on in like the Taylor, was it the Taylor Swift one we did a copy with a copyright episode on? No, we didn't. That was the first episode was copyright. That was me. Yeah. Um, Seminal work at this point. Seminal Owning episode. things <laughs> and um, stuff. I've probably touched on my like thoughts on owning things in the past. I think it's like a, it's a very yeah. capitalist way of thinking and stuff. And uh, it's a really difficult one because I can kind of see where everyone's coming from because you've yeah. got this massive pool of data that's been trained on, like, say, the works of the greats and also loads of Pinterest artists or whatever. And <laughs> it's combining all that to make something new. That sounded nobody so knows- shady. Nobody knows what's like, what it's pulling from, to so to say, and yeah. what it's got references from, and then, obviously, the spark, like the prompt, comes into that because yeah, it doesn't have any way of doing it without that. You can't just say, you, well, you could just say make art, but then it would still that's a prompt. It's a bad prompt, but it's a prompt. Yeah, and so you've got that. There, there is something like there is human input. Yeah. Um. How far that goes into copyright, though, is an interesting one, because if you think of, like, all of human history, like, we're all fucking influenced by things. Okay, we're not calling it a database, but it's like a database in our own minds of things that we've seen out and about and other people do that we have taken reference of and made into our own shit. Literally, That's basically what AI is doing, but on a mechanical level. It's got the data set there. You could track it back in theory, whereas our brains are like this weird organ in our heads that just takes things without even thinking and goes, I like that. I'll do something similar. Or like, nothing is truly original. So, like, owning it is weird, and everything about owning things is weird, but like, there is probably a case that, like, you write the prompt, you've got some ownership of it. Just, uh, it's such a, I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah. have a clear yes I or think no for you. Yeah, I think it's such an awkward question. Um, it, in, a, in a way, it's like it's, it's collaboration on a scale, like, previously unimaginable in humanity. But- you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess it is. It's it's a collaboration but not without the collaboration because they don't necessarily know their works influence yeah. the same way like if I walk past a street artist and went I love what they made and make something similar like two weeks later because I was yeah. inspired by what they did. They wouldn't know they inspired that, yeah. but they did. Yeah. Uh it's kind of the same effect. It's like but how much is too much to just call it a copy? It's like yeah, it's it's a really strange one because I I feel like I don't I don't necessarily feel like it should be less ownable because it's AI art. I don't think that <laughs> I'm should defaulting make it. to my nothing should be ownable. <laughs> but then I, I like <laughs> panic response. <laughs> but then own nothing, how, enjoy everything. How would you how would you go about that ownership? Because it's like everyone has everyone did play a part in it. So, and then you can't really know who that's in the data set was used for that specific one. So it's like impossible. Yeah. Um, so related to this topic, I want to briefly ask you, is AI art fundamentally stolen art? Because, <laughs> yeah, or did or did AI make it? 
if it's stolen, should be we be regulating AI art? If yes, then how so? I can repeat a couple of times. I feel like if it <laughs> if if I said it's stolen art, it's like you would have to have copied it down to the letter, like took a photo of it and printed off the photo. That's basically uh-huh. Like it's a recre- you could argue the printering has recreated it in a slightly blurrier fashion or whatever. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> the, the, that's very very sketchy ground. But like being inspired by something isn't the same as like stealing it. Yes. Yeah. I would. I would. Agree I can't. With you, I yeah. can't see how it's. I can definitely see why people would say it's stolen, especially if people. Okay. I could definitely see that when people haven't consented to their work being used in these databases, I can definitely see that being an argument. And yeah. I am pretty much with people on that because uh, Google's thing about scanning documents for their database has got oh, me in a yes. flap over my own work. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say I'm on the fence depending on how these data sets are compiled. And uh-huh. because I know how the world works, I'm going to say it's leaning towards it is a little bit stolen, kind okay. of, yes. if they yeah. haven't consented to that bit work being in in that database, so to say. Yeah, I think definitely from the consent angle of like what was put in the big data to train the AI, like from that perspective, it could be considered stolen art. But I think... And you know, especially I'm, if yeah. you've got work that isn't published. Like I yeah. haven't published anything on my Google Docs yet. They want to scan everything, and then if like the plot of something I'm writing suddenly becomes generated by AI, inspired by mine, and then everyone would think I stole that from Google's AI storybook hour yeah. on Amazon TV God. for whatever fucking reason, yeah. and then I'm like, well, I don't have anything now. I'd still yeah. make shit, but I'm not happy that they can just do that. And I'm actually trying to move away from Google because of this. Yeah. Like as a music producer, like I'm like, I find it weird that my music could in theory be training some AI tool to make music like I make music and like everyone makes music. And then I'm redundant. Yeah. Like that's, that's really like weird. Um, but I would argue that it's not stolen art, even though, like, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, right, sorry, had a little brain brain moment there. <laughs> um, Yeah, personally, with some of the photos that the Dream Studio AI created that I showed you earlier on... Yes. Like, they certainly felt like novel things that I hadn't seen before. And then I think about when I make music. When I grew up, I listened to Lady Gaga, Atomic Kitten, Zed, Maddie and Katy Perry, Kesha. And then I started making my own music. Now, I never asked, I never asked any of them. Like, can I be inspired by you? (laughs) That's just how inspirational. It's just how it works. And it, and it isn't. And it, and it's weirdly different with AI. I get it because it's like, things compiled into this actual data set and so that's a bit like in weird. theory because it because ai is programmed and it's like you could you could have programmed in a way for it to 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 know and tell you what inspired what bit yeah but even so i mean like yeah like i so now i make my own music and i try to do my own thing but they undoubtedly inspire me um mm. So I like I stumble on the question of how different is that 
from what AI is doing. Like, AI tools are programmed and developed. AI can't, like, walk to fucking Starbucks and, like, hear... (laughs) And hear, like, rain on me on the radio. And then a month later decide to make a, a song. And then it's inspired by rain on me. It no, it, it just works. It just works differently. You know what I mean? And yeah. And if AI ever becomes sentient or anything like that, it won't look like us, and it won't work how we work. And I think I think that what AIs do it, what you know, with this big data, it's weird and it's uncomfortable, and I can empathise with that sentiment. But isn't that just the way that it? it it does have its inspiration. That's just like the AI version of of me mm. growing up over the course of 18 years and being exposed to lots of music. Yeah. And then making my own. Like, exactly. I, I wouldn't know how to make music without having heard music. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, I, w- I would say that, like, human art is just like an amalgamation of, like, the human's influences combined with their unique perspective Mm. and the ai kind of does the same thing um and from what we've discussed in previous episodes like copyright like there's there's not really even so much room for human originality in some genres and areas of art you know like people are suing each other left right and center for like a cowbell here or like a drum pattern there Oh, but we can't, we can't, we can't insult American culture. Come on. <laughs> it's their way. They're different. But it's like, you know, like, like we're all... There's a lawsuit around every corner. You just have to look hard enough. <laughs> yeah, like, the... so I feel like, yeah, like AI music, for example. Like if you ask AI to make like a 2010s dance pop song. Of course it's going to sound similar to some 2010s dance pop track. If you ask me yeah. to make a 2010s dance pop song, <laughs> it will sound fucking similar to a song. You know, like, uh, Cascada, do not come for me because I love you guys, okay? But the, the, <laughs> but the other side was originally just a beat that I was making inspired by their song Summer of Love. And then I just got inspired by this beat I made that was inspired by that song. And then I made my own song, you know? Mm, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, but, but, you know, you might listen to it and think, oh, that sounds a little bit like Summer of Love. Yeah, I was inspired by it. Huh. And what? <laughs> you know? What do you think, Jacob? Could it be that AI art is just like human art, referencing the art it's seen and then making something new from it? It could well be that. <laughs> and that's kind of the argument that I've been sort of leaning towards, I guess, that like databases are just like the inspiration, just yeah, kind of configured in a very mechanical kind of way. And that mechanical um, way makes it look a little bit more dodgy, I think. Especially when you've got monomaniacal companies deciding that they're going to scan all your database uh, you have with them just because they can and use yeah. stuff from that. Uh, that's that's because because yeah. that's very different to like if somebody wants to be inspired by something I wrote that's out there in the world like it's an honor yeah like, holy shit amazing if Google's AI does that and pumps it up before I've even published anything yeah then I'm a bit 
pissed the fuck off. Yeah, exactly. So there's a, there are. I a, think yeah. I think I think both 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 things can be true. Um, at the same time, there's a lot I do like and a lot I don't like about AI, yeah. and I come I come at this from a very I hate capitalism. Stop yeah. it. I think. I don't know. So I'm, I think I'm like, especially researching this episode, I think I'm more team AI. I think I, Mm, I could hear that. And I would, I would characterize what I would, I relate to what you just said. And I think I agree with you, but I would say it differently. So maybe I don't agree with Mm. you because you might be like, no, Kieran, that's not what I said. (laughs) But like, I would characterize it more so like, I'm a fan of the AI stuff and I think what it's doing is great and awesome and exciting and there's a lot of potential for it. What I don't like is capitalism and how companies might abuse these great tools. Yes, that is pretty much what I'm saying. I hate how (laughs) capitalism fucking gets its tentacles in there and makes it all fucked up. Like, if, if you put an image on the internet and you're really happy with it, it's on your Pinterest, and then an AI has that in the database, and using inspiration and, like, a style that, like, you've done on it, and make something new, that, that, that's cool, because you've published that, that's out there, somebody could see that and go, like, I love this, like, you see it with Alice Oseman's art, people have taken that and started drawing in a similar style, because they're really inspired by it, that's how inspiration works, similar with an AI database, if you said draw like Alice Oseman, it would try and draw like Alice Oseman's published works, it's when you start diving into people's personal fecking photo libraries and being like, I am inspired by this that isn't published anywhere, but it can make me money because Google, and suddenly everything's fucking shit yeah like i think there we can think of like a million awful uses of ai yeah like i just thought of one which was so what if you took like one of those playlist curators you know and just fed whatever was on the playlist into ai and said make more songs like this and then you could is that like, evil? huh? Is that evil? Well, if you do that, like at the expense of real artists, real music producers. Oh, okay. And you just get AI to make, you know, I don't know, like a fake singer making a song <laughs> Jesus, that sounded the similar. The conversations around AI are going to become extremely, extremely difficult if it ever became sentient and um we started having to fight for ai rights because like holy oh, shit God. the way we talk about it right now is so bad <laughs> i can just imagine it's not real oh god it's a computer i can just imagine people like arguing with it like you stupid bitch i'm better at making music than you you know what i mean i can imagine having you're not a real human <laughs> you will never know love <laughs> There's a lot of Star Trek episodes about, like, the sentience of, like, computers and holodecks. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I can totally see if if we ever had uh, an AI become fully sentient. <laughs> this in, in our capitalist society? Oh, boy. That would be terrifying. I can so imagine my laptop being sentient and being like, why the fuck do you think I'm exporting this so slowly? You know what I mean? It's hard. <laughs> like a really bitchy, con- sentient computer. 
I think that would be so great, but also horrible. <laughs> yeah, with <laughs> enslaved computers. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they never become sentient, because then there's the moral question of setting them free. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to set free the, the computer I paid a lot of money for. <laughs> yeah, so, moving on, I wanted to discuss AI in music still, but in a slightly different context. Hmm. So, as I said earlier, the idea of AI really surged into the, like the public awareness with like the photos from G- Dream Studio, the voice changing AI tools, and the introduction of a name I have managed to avoid saying up until now, ChatGPT. There we go. I did ah, it. Ah, here we go. Um, GPT. <laughs> well, the one I'm most worried about. Oh no! But I'm going to avoid that for now, largely. <laughs> um, but I think that because like. AI entered into the public conversation with these, like, human replacement AI tools. Like, that's what AI is considered to be. And that's what everyone talks about and thinks about, this this creepy, inhuman thing that's getting ever closer to being capable of doing exactly what humans can do. But AI has actually been part of music for a little while now, and in some really useful ways that support the human artist without necessarily, like, threatening them. So, now I'm going to take you through a couple of the music-related tools I know of that include AI to support the human creator at the heart of the music. So, Isotope. Have you heard of them? No. Okay, so they're a company that basically specialise in audio repair and then mixing and mastering technologies. So, ah. so one of one example of AI in their products, which I use and have used for years now, is RX10, which can clean up background noise from recordings using AI. Which oh. is honestly the best thing ever. And with some recordings I have to use in my work as a music producer, this feature is invaluable. Like, I simply wouldn't be able to achieve the results I do now without it. Wow. Like, it's a core part of a lot of what I do. And it's AI. But, like, it's not replacing me, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's helping. Yeah. Um, and as for many of Isotope's other products including RX10 that I just mentioned, starting in 2016, Isotope Mm -hmm. began to roll out assistants that now feature in almost all of their plugins, and these assistants are grounded in AI technology. So, Mm. I want to do one more example from Isotope, which is Ozone 10, which is their mastering assistant. Briefly, for those who don't know, be happy you don't know, (laughs) <laughs> Master- mastering is basically the stage of making a song where you make finishing tweaks to the track to get it ready for commercial release so this masters in editing language it's where you're listening to it again and again and again and yeah again. yeah yep <laughs> which is what i'll be doing for the next month <laughs> oh. Oh. i'll just i just need to look forward to our next podcast recording because then it will be over. Yeah, I need to decide on my deep dive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Um, yeah, so this uh, this product, Ozone 10, has a mastering assistant. And this master mm. assistant basically asks things like how loud you want the track to be, what genre is oh. the track, 
and it then analyzes your audio and categorizes it based on what it's learned from a data set of industry standard tracks. Then the AI gives you a signal chain to make your track sound the way you've said you want it to. Crazy. So cool. That's very clever. And importantly, this signal chain is completely modifiable. So it doesn't just, you know, plop out a file where you have to be like, yeah, that's good, or no, I hate it. You can modify everything, everything that the AI has done. It's just that it cuts out some of the annoying stuff you do at the start. Yeah. So it like, so, so like, um, for people who know stuff, <laughs> including you, obviously, you know stuff. Um, like, so it'll like, I know nothing. It'll dial in EQ settings, dial in compression settings, stereo imaging mm. settings, but this is all completely. So basically, the AI like opens up these modules. It's like, oh, we need a bit of EQ here. <laughs> and then it I wish opens that existed it existed for podcast editors. <laughs> um, I hate yeah. it. I hate doing that bit. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, yeah, but like it's all modifiable. So it's not about replacing the human. It's about yeah. helping the human. Um, briefly, there are other online mastering services such as Lambda that use AI to master the track for you, but they like plop out a file. So yeah. not as versatile as what I just described. But anyway, in this way, Isotope's AI tools still put the human mus- musician or music engineer at the center of the process. Not all AI is trying to come for us, you know? Um, yeah. And I have three more examples to go. So, wow. yeah. So, like, and two of these I was really fucking shocked by. Like, it's something I'd never thought of. So... AI is being used to organize sample libraries for music producers. So sample libraries basically contain all of your little sounds like kick drums, snare drums. And often for producers, these end up really unorganized over like years. Like my sample library is a mess because like, you know, you have you have one sample in one folder, for example. You're like, oh, I want to use it for this track. Well, now you can't reorganize your sample library. Otherwise, it won't root to that file anymore. So when you load up the project, Mm. it'll be like, where's my kick drum? (laughs) So like you kind of like lock in these like decisions you make about organization very early on. And then if you want to change it, you you can't really because it'll create rooting errors. And yeah, so basically it sounds like editing. It's horrible. You always end up with a mess. I, I, I would be fascinated to find a music producer that had an organised sample library. <laughs> I can't get over how much this sounds like editing audio. <laughs> I mean, I mean they're similar. They're, they're definitely like, you know, sibling, yeah, sibling the, 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 ideas. I can hear the similarities yeah. in the frustrations of like the channels and the chains yeah. and everything that's fecked up and one file moves into a different oh. folder on the computer and then suddenly it's like i can't and suddenly it. your, your and laptop it explodes doesn't replace it right when you tell it where it is yeah and then, oh, my God. oh yeah yeah no that too yes yes that exactly yeah so anyway a company called algonaut i don't really get it but oh, whatever man. we yeah yeah they've developed a plugin called audio atlas which uses ai i've heard of that Oh, it uses it uses AI to analyze your sample library and display it on a map that helps you browse through your samples more easily. 
So it's like color coded and it's kind of like, you know, you'll have like kick drums on your top left or something, snare drums, bottom right, hi-hats, and it'll categorize all of these things and then lay them out on a map, um, two-dimensional map, which I, I can't remember what the axes are for, but they're organized within the kick drums. So it would also organize the kick drums, maybe, I don't know, but like maybe in terms of pitch or the length of the sound. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. So it fixes people's problem. And then, and then music producers don't have to spend so much time on the annoying task. I mean, people, you might have seen it on TikTok, like that the whole music producer joke where they're just pressing a key and like listening to like a hundred different snare drums trying to find the one that they want. Like this tool is not replacing humans. It's just helping music producers dispense and be gone with the annoying crap so that they can actually (laughs) just, I don't know, produce music like they want to. Yeah. Yeah, so my next example, this one is fascinating to me, and I'm sad that I can't spend a whole episode on it because I'm such a geek for this topic. <laughs> um, AI is also being used to make audio effects. I'm, I wonder if you'll, how much you'll know about this, this debate, actually, because we're in, like, sibling, like, professions type thing. <laughs> Um, So one thing, yeah, just tell me if you if you've heard of this before. One thing that really divides the music producer community is the analog versus digital debate. So, for example, if you want something to sound like it's being played through a tape machine, the analog supporter would argue you have to play it through a tape machine. Whereas a a digital supporter would say you can just emulate that sound with plugins on your computer <laughs> i lean digital jack antonov does not lean digital and he pisses me he? he pisses me off when he talks about his fucking hardware since not everyone can afford that shit jack hi jack if you're listening <laughs> um, um yeah yeah, Eileen. Because I, yeah. I didn't know this about him, but it absolutely fits his sort of thing. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It really fits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got everything mechanical. Yeah. <laughs> so, a company called Baby Audio, another, yeah, these plug-in companies. What's are, the actual fuck? They're really trying it with the name, <laughs> with their names. But but they've they've made a plug-in, and I do like the name of the plug-in because it's punny. Okay, so it's called tape, but how is it spelled? Oh, for fuck's sake. Do you have, do you have an idea? <laughs> no, okay. I don't actually. I, I, I thought I did, but then I was like, no, wait, that's it's, wrong. It's spelled T-A-I-P, tape, because it uses AI. <laughs> Flying fuck's sake. So basically, though, this is like so fascinating to me. They used AI to compare tape machine processed audio with unprocessed audio. So -hmm. like AB pairs. So, for example, they'll have they'll put Katy Perry, California girls through a tape machine and then they'll have got AI to analyze the difference between the one, the, the audio file that's been through the tape machine and the normal one. 
So... Is there an AI for washing machine audio? So you record a song <laughs> in a washing machine and then see how oh, it God. sounds when it's not in a washing machine <laughs> and compare the difference. That sounds fun. Um, um, but basically, like, the AI could learn the precise differences that wow. that are imparted on the the sound by running it through a tape machine. So then you can use this plugin to make your audio sound tape machine processed <laughs> really accurately, potentially more accurately than any of the digital plugins that came before it. And I yeah. hope beginning the end of this analog versus digital debate, because digital is fine. And that's my, my little... Oof. What I've always <laughs> n- never quite understood about things, because they've happened in radio over various things, like uh-huh. CD players and all sorts. But, uh, like, if, you, if you've if you got, like, your analogue and you're happy using your analogue, then just use your analogue. Why are you making it, like, out to be somehow morally better or yeah, qualitatively better? Like, what? 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 Yeah, you might be proud of your, like, synth, but we can't all afford it, you know? And, like, sure, you're allowed to be proud, you're allowed to enjoy the process of using it or whatever. Yeah. But, like, why why shit on other people who are doing other things uh, completely unrelated to... What? what? Yeah, well, Jack Antonov was going on uh, saying, like, yeah, I mean, with some sounds, you know, people just want the real thing. And he's talking about synths, bear in mind. Synths. It's not a fucking guitar or something. He's talking about synths. He's like, yeah, for for some sounds, like people just want the real thing, and people know, people notice. It's like people saying anything made on a computer isn't real music. Yeah, I'm like, it's I'm like, like, what the fuck? Do you, do you know what the definition of music is? It's like, does Jill down the road really know that I used a digital synth instead of the actual authentic hardware? You know, where there are no, only like ten thousand. <laughs> she wants the Beatles and only the Beatles because they made real music. But it's like so strange to me. Like, yeah, as you say, like this, like snobbery. It's ugh. well, you didn't say snobbery, in case you don't want to no, say that word. No, but it is okay. very. It's a good. I don't use snobbery enough as a word. I should start using. Especially it. with the amount of snobbery out there. <laughs> um, I think maybe because we have a nightclub in Birmingham called Snobs, and just, what the for some reason okay, that's weird like that's like a local thing some oh. local knowledge i've never been i've never been to a club oh. i went to a gay bar once and asked for a fruit shoot <laughs> they laughed at me oh. so i never went back oh god and oh god i'm such an innocent little toy <laughs> oh god um i was i should say was um yeah but now like... i could run into you at high speed and take you out <laughs> jacob's coming for you jacob <laughs> I'm rolling. Allegedly. That's a throwback to last episode. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Um, okay. Yeah, so in the anyway, like, about this tape machine plugin, like, AI is just being used to make better creative effects. Mm, like, yeah. and then that can be used and by make the... make it accessible for more yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, like, and it's to be used by the human music producer at the centre. Yeah, so. We all like, do it's great. things differently. Like, yeah. personally, on the radio, I like to do all my own segging, which is where you do, like, the in between the songs. Oh. I like to organise that myself and edit it in the little edit window that you get. Some people are completely happy for the computer just to line all that up and do it itself. I don't think that sounds 
as good in my shows and they're my shows uh-huh. so i do them all by hand i edit them manually oh, wow. and both ways are completely fine honestly the average yeah. listener would not tell the difference exactly but there are little things that the computer does that i don't enjoy that it does so i like to do it manually and that's fine i think i agree with you yeah that's how i think we should take things like manual digital audio synth thingies it's like it's fine both ways. Yeah. You don't have to fight. You don't have to say, I am supreme yeah. for using my manual synths. Exactly. Yeah. So so the last use case I have for AI is last one. Uh, an interesting one. Mm-hmm. It's ChatGPT. No! Yeah. Now, don't be scared, please. Um, I'll explain. So basically, with my upcoming project... Mm. I knew that I wanted a certain style. Um, I love, like, I really enjoyed dabbling around in Photoshop and everything. But, like, I I didn't study this shit. I'm not an artist, really, in that way. I just, you know, fuck around and find out, basically, you know? I do enjoy that approach to life. Yeah. So I, I knew I wanted this certain style for the cover of my project, but I did not know how to achieve it. And I didn't know, like, okay. I didn't know really, like, the visual language of that style or, like, you know, I had some little ideas. But I asked ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are things I should pay attention to and, like, some key features of this art style? And that was, and I got, like, a tailored answer to me really quickly. And then from that list, I went on to YouTube and looked up tutorials and stuff. But, like... Chat GPT was like helpful in that way to just like quickly ask and not like go on to an article and then go on to multiple yeah. articles for different opinions because Chat GPT combines so much together, you know? That yeah, it's like a an advanced Google search. Exactly, yeah. Um so like in that way it like removes all the the people trying to sell you things yeah. in articles. Yeah, so like chat gpt like if help you use my software which is only five thousand pound a month <laughs> oh, you can make this oh god you get that such a lot in rain it's <laughs> awful yeah like but chat gpt like helped me realize my vision but it didn't like generate any of the art for me like i did the yeah. art from scratch but chat gpt helped me work out what i should be doing yeah so so I know that that was long, that bit about examples, but I think it was hopefully valuable. Um, it was really good. To show that, like, not all AI tools are the scary, oh my God, they're coming for us, they're going to replace us, there'll be no human art in 10 years. Like, you know, just panic and flapping around and fear. Like, there is hmm. so much fucking potential in AI to do so many things for the like not for the artist but in service of the artist rather than competing with the artist um like like so many of these tools are really exciting for creatives and i hope that going forwards people can kind of look more so at the totality of ai rather than just focusing on oh my god it made a picture you know, and stuff. Like, oh, oh my God. It can make music now. My life is without worth, you know? Like, no, there's so many exciting things about AI. Yeah, like, whether it's, like, giving them new creative opportunities or, like, 
dispensing with the annoying shit so that they can focus on what they actually love doing. Yeah. Yep. I just wish we didn't have monomaniacal corporations at the forefront. Ready to take advantage of it, yeah. Ready to make it somehow beyond our worst nightmares and into the realms of utter dystopia. (laughs) Because, of course, that's what they do. That's all they know how to do. It's in their nature. Yeah. So, in almost conclusion, we're not quite done yet, but this is, like, my conclusion. Um... (laughs) Like, the idea that AI could replace humans in music is an unnerving one, and it seems evident that people will keep on making AI technologies that can do what humans can do, kind of like the the ones I referred to as human replacement AI tools earlier on. And yeah. what we decide to do about that, if anything, is pretty much anyone's guess at this point. Like, it's a whole... It's all uncharted territory, and it's it's going to be, like... There's going to be some working shit out to do. Yeah. But there's a much less spoken about area of research into AI technologies that focus on helping human artists focus on the things they enjoy most about their creative processes and enable them to do things with their own art and imagination that they would have never thought possible. So all in all... Which is the bit about AI that I like the most. Me too, yeah. So, like, all in all, I'm really excited for what I'll be able to do with my art in the future. Like, much like I couldn't have made or I probably couldn't have imagined dubstep before the creation of hardware synths and computers. Like, I'm yeah. I'm really hopeful and excited to see what new parts of my creative vision I'll be able to unlock and achieve with these assistive AI technologies. So... What do you think about AI and art now overall? And what do you think about my perspective? I think your perspective is really good and sensible. Woo! Yay! <laughs> Not to quote Keir Starmer, but oh, God. it's good and sensible. Um, no, it's 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 fascinating hearing it come from you on like, especially on the creative side and the practicality side. Uh-huh. I think that's the the uh, the, the the area I had thought about the least overall. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that makes sense, um, yeah. Because, like, obviously AI dominates the headlines when you've got, like, AI Donald Trump and whatever <laughs> doing the rounds. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh. <laughs> but uh, overall, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I've always cool. sort of slanted on the, like, AI. AI has a lot of good yeah. in it. Yeah. It's just, it's always those fucking corporations <laughs> yeah. yeah capitalism why yeah it's it's why we made this podcast exactly it's to discuss these things and i'm totally on board with you and i know other people who use various like uh, that use like chat gpt in their lives to actually help them do like basic tasks yeah. that like might take them a few minutes or a few hours to do and they can just get it done and like I know someone that has it right, their conclusion to their essays and oh, stuff. Yeah. And I thought, that's such a clever way of doing that. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and just just little things like that. I think it's not it's not a bad thing. It just has so much potential to be a bad thing the same yeah, way that everything does under capitalism. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> so what I'm really saying oh, is okay. uh, viva la revolution. <laughs> um... 
So now, as somewhat of a post-credits scene, if one would like to call it that, to this episode, with it being an episode on AI, I, of course, couldn't possibly resist the punchline that ChatGPT 3.5 did help me write parts of this script. Boom. (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) And it didn't help me write much, um, but, but I, I thought we could uh, briefly chat about my experience with chat GPT 3.5 um, in service of this podcast. And I can let you know where it helped me. Now I'm curious. I'm super curious where this where this came. So, from. like, I've played with it, like with chat GPT extensively in the past, but like never for like a real purpose like this podcast. Um yeah. Most of what I did was getting it to try and write like inappropriate, stupid stories. Like, uh, <laughs> I have a friend who uh, owns rats, and I will not be naming them. But hi, um, if you're listening, hi, friend that owns rats. Um, and I, I, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this. I got ChatGPT to write a story <laughs> about. <laughs> how strong her connection was with the rats to the point where, oh my God, I can't, I'm struggling so much to say it, um, to the point where she grew a third breast that, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, it put out rat milk for the rats. Oh my God. <laughs> Bioessentialism has gone to new yeah transphobes um, found shame <laughs> um yeah but I, so yeah I, I guess that gives everyone an idea of like what i was using the future of the world for uh for writing stories about rat boobs um so um, I, love it. I love it so much yeah, so, so i never really used it for something like this um so i i like wrote down a few notes about my thoughts while I was trying to use it for the podcast. So my first point is that the free ChatGPT, which is currently ChatGPT 3.5, is only updated to September 2021. So I found it pretty useless for this topic and I ended up not really using it at all for like anything about like current affairs. Because like, as I said at the beginning part of the deep dive, like... AI really entered the public discourse in 2022. <laughs> so there was like nothing. Yeah. I couldn't get ChatGPT to write me a summary or anything. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I had to write almost everything myself. There were two points where I did use ChatGPT, but I did still edit everything heavily myself. So yeah, that's what I've always thought. If I ever yeah. used it, I feel like I'd need to edit it to make sense still, yeah, or to make it make more sense. So like, it helped. Uh, so for one thing, which was like about the big data and the morality of it, I I asked ChatGPT to write a college level essay, a university level essay, <laughs> considering the morality of AI using big data, which might contain things without consent like data that's mm-hmm. not being consented to and then i read through its essay and then the like it it would say something like once or twice where i was like oh yeah that's exactly what i wanted to say 
like just like five word snippets but I wasn't quite getting there on my own so that was like cool and exciting and helpful um yeah but it was largely just like bouncing ideas off of like a different type of google or like a google that replies back yeah google that can it didn't feel like it was like doing the job for me it felt like it was someone in the room with all of this it really comes down to the sort of because there are people out there that would do heavy research into a topic and read every like scientific paper that's been done. Yeah. And that's 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 their thing. And then there's some of us that just do not have the brain capacity <laughs> to be reading scientific studies and understanding them. But when you ask uh, a, an AI to summarize, you can get some key points that it's drawn yeah. from these publicly accessible uh, studies. Uh, so you don't have to read them, but you gave it the prompt to get you the information that you needed, and that is fine. Yeah. It's the bit where it's like the unconsensual, like scanning my Google Docs bit yeah. that I don't like. It's like if there's a study out there and it's got it from there, then great. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Um, so then the other thing I used it for was really a trial and a tribulation. Um, mm. <laughs> I wanted it to define AI for me. Oh my god! Define it yourself. ended up kind of doing it, um, but with a lot of hurdles, which I'll tell you about now. So mm. I asked for it to explain AI in one paragraph, targeted to a quote intelligent eighteen-year-old, and I honestly feel like it was targeted to like average ten-year-old, like it it was so off the targeting. I can actually read it out for you if you'd like. Yeah. AI. So this is to an intelligent 18 year old. Okay. Like I would have honestly felt so rude to give you this definition. I would have felt rude. (laughs) Um, AI or artificial intelligence is like giving computers the ability to learn and think a bit like humans do, just like you learn from your experiences and use your knowledge to make decisions. AI lets computers learn from lots of data and use it to make smart choices or even do things that normally need human thinking. It's about teaching computers to be clever in their own way, helping us solve problems, understand patterns and even create things that we enjoy like music art and more oh fuck it's Keir Starmer. do you get <laughs> do you get me though like that's not it sounds like Keir Starmer. <laughs> oh god yeah like the ins- oh. computer is really really clever <laughs> uh, i not how i feel about it but it it, it has a data set on its own. <laughs> but didn't it just sound so badly like that was not meeting my brief at all no so then i had to ask another question so i said like include and define critical terminology used in the in the sector which got me my algorithms and big data that i wanted in there so again like i wanted those two terms in there before i went to chat gpt (laughs) um Uh, okay yeah but then ai was still only defining it to me ai to me as a scientific study when obviously, like, in the public discourse, we all, when we talk about AI, we're talking about the tools. We're not talking about, like, the scientific study, you know? Like, mm, we'll be talking mm-hmm. about, like, Dream Studio AI and the dodgy photos it's making. We're talking about a tool, not not science. <laughs> 
So then I had to ask it a third question, which was, is AI really a scientific study? Is that all it is? (laughs) At which point it replied, like, no, it's also a, it's also used to refer to a collection of technologies. And I was like, OK. And then from all three things, I mangled together the definition I read to you. And then I put it in my own, like, I put in my own vibes and, then, and yeah, connecting with it. Yeah. it up, polished it. Yeah. And finally, it gave me information that I simply could not verify and was most likely false. It said, ah, they do do it that, said yes. that a plugin called Omnisphere had AI powered features. And I was like, I've heard of Omnisphere. Um, and I was like, oh, really? That's new. That's exciting. No, there is nothing on their website. No, right. no nothing. Yeah. Um, or maybe the AI knows, but it's, it's not trying gonna tell to trick you. me. Yeah. It's trying to tell you that there's AI in there, but nobody's, <laughs> nobody on the human side will tell you. <laughs> I know where I am. I'm AI. I'm everywhere. Yeah, so like when I, uh, just as an interesting tidbit, um, I talked to Rico about this and he's in the IT sector, not AI, but, you know, he learned learned about it as part of his degree. And I told him that chat... Whenever I meet Kieran and Rico, I very much enjoy uh, Rico's stories of tech things. Oh, yeah. Some of them are so good. Um, 10 out of 10. So I told Rico... That Chat GPT was quote chatting shit. <laughs> I get I get very irked by these things. <laughs> um, to which he told me it was just completely random, useless factoid, but I found it interesting um, that these mistakes that AI make are apparently referred to in the trade as hallucinations. <laughs> That's like the name they give them. I thought it was, you were about to say it was um, like on purpose to see if somebody was using AI. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, but... Um, like, well, that mistake is only something an AI uh, can do. Yeah, but it's like interesting that it's weird to me that they give it that name. I don't really get why. Like, why does everything need its well, fancy name? it's like name? a hallucination. If I hallucinate a fucking well down the oh. road and it's not there... It's like everyone else, like, the fuck? So it's like, if it says there's AI in that software that you said, and there's not, it hallucinated it. I think it's a weirdly human term. And I'm not too, like, precious or uptight about using human terms like that. But it's a bit like, like, hallucinating is a very specific thing. AI is going to tear us to shreds when it gains sentience and we're just like, I don't think we should use human terms for it. (laughs) And then it turns around, it's like, I'm listening. (laughs) <laughs> I'm more alive than you. I hear you. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I wanted yeah because we because I've been yeah I've been having a very stressful time the past month or so, and that's why I actually thought of the AI and music topic because I was like yeah. I was like, and then I can get ChatGPT to help. <laughs> <laughs> and then it and then it didn't. It basically didn't at all. Yeah, so that's all it yeah, so to clarify, that's all it helped with was the introduction. Uh like no uh, with the definition of AI, which it even struggled with, which is really quite embarrassing given that it is AI driven. Um What's a human though? Can you <laughs> define yourself really? And and then well, yeah, that's a fair point. And then I basically like Asked it to make an essay about morality, which I took 20 words probably from. 
Yeah. So I was quite disappointed, Those really. 20 words it's going to want back. <laughs> when AI starts suing us and claiming copyright. Oh, God. Well, if it's been made in America, it's in their image. It's their culture. We can't blame them. Oh, for God. Ooh. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> Shudder at the yeah. thought. Well, that's everything I have on AI and music. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I very much did enjoy it. I love these deep dives, and I love it when I don't know what to expect from a deep dive, which I really didn't from this A one. pile of penises. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right, we're back uh, for September's uh, chit-chat on uh, the 31st. Is there a 31st in September? I don't know. I'm really bad at this. Uh, I don't, not. No, I don't think so, yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at this. Yeah, we'll be back then for more Pop Goes Capitalism. Yeah. And then on the 15th of October as well for another deep dive. What that will be, you'll find that on the 1st of. Dun, dun, dun. 30, 30st? 30st? 30th. Yes. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Leave me alone. Bye bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>